If I were a drummer, I'd be drumming. I'm not starting this podcast because I think I'm anybody. I'm starting this podcast because if I could turn around and say something to a younger me, I would simply share the things that I've been through and hope that a younger me will see that there are lessons to be learned along the way. Hopefully that a younger me would take action on some of these lessons proactively before things have to happen. It's uh, October 2019. I'm at my kitchen table. Uh, We only have one chair because I took all the other chairs apart. This table was a desk that I worked on uh, out of our dining room. I had my editing set up here and uh, we didn't have a dining room. And we technically still don't because there's only one chair. Fast forward about three months. um, I have a, a little office in Lakewood and, you know, things are going relatively well. But... It's true what they say, you know, more money, more problems, definitely. Back in 2015, my wife and I were not in this apartment. Um, We were living with my parents. We were poor, (laughs) Uh, and we were expecting Emily, our daughter. She's four years old now. But at the time, uh, I was unemployed and I was an illegal immigrant. I didn't have any way of working legally inside of the United States, and I had no prospects of real income because I had just failed at making what I thought was gonna be my first feature film. When you think about failure and loss, a lot of things happen when you fail. When you fail, the world starts to crumble around you in a way that is not literal, but you feel people growing distant. When you fail, it's a choice. When you choose to fail and you choose to stop spending energy, time, effort into whatever it is that you said you were going to do, people feel like you're taking something from them. Because failure doesn't just happen to you. It happens to everyone around you. People look at you and they see a liar. They see someone who didn't come through on a promise. So I let a lot of people down there in that time, obviously. And uh, soon after, my wife and I, uh, knowing that we had a baby on the way, um, our marriage was hanging by a thread. I mean, and at the time, I felt like moving in with my parents was not only necessary for financial reasons, but I felt like it would be, uh, I felt like it would help us get a fresh start. I felt like it would give us a, uh, a rock bottom from which we can start building up again. And it was a very difficult time living with my parents. 
no one in the world is going to do what your parents are going to do. I mean, obviously everyone's parents are a little bit different, but they're not going to let you live on the street. So my parents gave us a room. Mabel became more and more pregnant with every passing month. And just as we were closing into the day that Emily was due, I knew that somehow I would have to come up with some money. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. I decided to go online and just to start looking for someone that, I don't know, might need some help. So I went on Facebook and I saw that a lawyer that I'd worked with a long time ago Now, mind you, by this point, I also had years of experience in making videos. So this wasn't just me going on on a limb. I I had made, I don't know, several hundred videos by this point. This is not an exaggeration. Since 2007, I spent almost every day working on some kind of video project. And because my parents are the kind of parents they are, most of my time has been helping someone, them or someone else, promote something or sell something. I mean, I grew up in a very entrepreneurial family, that's for sure. When we came to the United States from Mexico, one of the first things that we did as soon as we got here, we went to, I think, an office depot or something, and my mom got some business cards made, and we went door-to-door knocking so that we can clean houses. And so from a very young age, I am no stranger to soliciting. So I go on Facebook, and and I find this lawyer that I once worked with. He was starting a new law firm. So I sent him a message and said, hey, listen, I make videos, and if you need any help making videos for your business, I'd be happy to help. And I I don't know why I did it. I don't know why I sent that message. I wasn't expecting for it to turn into anything. I just did it because I felt like, hey, you could probably use the help. I don't know. I honestly don't know why I did it, but I did it. Uh, Almost right away, I got a response saying, hey, uh, yeah, I would love some help. Um, I'm just starting this business and it looks like you're a small business guy too. So why don't you come to my office and let's talk. I dressed up and went and, and it'd been a while since I'd put on a suit for something, at least something media related. So I went to his office and, um, he had a, uh, office at a very tall building in downtown Seattle. Um, it's kind of an old building. Whenever I look at it, I think of, uh, Gotham City. Um, I think it's on 4th Avenue. Anyway, I'm in his office and he tells me, well, what do you think we should do? And I remember looking at his website. I remember looking at his brand and I just started telling him, I I think we could make a video where you're telling the audience why you chose the name and what it is that you do that is different from anyone else. And I just kept going and, and saying, what it is I thought would make the best possible video for what he's trying to do. And to my surprise, he was really happy. Now, a lot is writing on this meeting. And as I'm saying this, all I could think about was my wife in bed. We're literally on the brink of having a baby. And I needed to make it work. So I basically set a price and I held on to my seat. So he looked at the price and he looked at me. And he said, who do I make the checkout to? And that was the very first time that I made a real sale. Now, I've told that story several times to people that I trust very much because it's a very personal story. 
and I told it a lot better than this but I guess that's just the way that you're gonna get it some things went well some things didn't um, I made that sale but I wasn't a very good business person so naturally some things just didn't work out but I'm sure I'll get into that later in a different episode what I'm trying to say is that was the first time that I realized that I could potentially make a living doing what I do best. A few weeks later, I'm sitting at the dinner table at my mom's house and I'm on my computer and I'm editing a video. A family member walks by and they say, hey, what are you doing? And I say, I'm working. And they gave me this look of like, what? And, and they looked at the person standing next to them and they said, he's working. And I understood immediately upon seeing that, that no one knew what I was doing other than me. And I was okay with that. Now, once I had fulfilled as many of the promises that I made to justify that payment that I collected, I was back to zero. I didn't know what to do. So I was riding this bike up and down the alley, and I remember thinking to myself, what should I be doing right now? I shouldn't be riding this bike. And I remember thinking back to when I was trying to make this movie, and I thought about one of the musicians that I was talking to that I was recruiting for this film. For some reason, this thought entered my head. If I were a drummer, I'd be drumming. This weird realization that whatever it is that I claim to be, I should be doing it. I rushed back to into the house and I and I just looked at my stuff, whatever stuff I had. And I had a MacBook. You can go on OfferUp right now with whatever money you have in your pocket and get that same gear. I, I might as well I might as well just have had an iPhone. I don't even know if I had an iPhone. But anyway, I just had a computer and I had something I could take pictures and video with. That's all I had. And I remember thinking again. If I were a drummer, I'd be drumming right now. If I was someone that loved drumming, that lived and breathed it, if I were someone that loved something that much, I would probably be doing that right then. That Sunday, I went to church with my parents and I remember going up to the pastor and telling him that I thought that I could make some videos for the church and I didn't have the intention of charging any money. I didn't want anything. I just needed to drum. So fast forward to almost five years later, I have a solid career. My passion is my job and I am in charge of my income. I have established relationships, meaningful friendships, wealth of experience. A lot of experience that ever since I picked up the camera I have been collecting and putting into action in one way or another now I don't have a script in front of me I'm trying to give you this as best as I can remember uh, hopefully to be able to articulate the point that I don't have a career because I have education or because um, I have a job at some agency or because I make X amount of money. 
I have a career because if I were a professional drummer that got paid to drum, I'd be killing it. I'd be drumming for every possible band I could possibly get in front of. I'd be drumming in the street. I'd be drumming at a bar. I'd be drumming for a jazz band at some Christmas event. I'd be drumming on the bus. I'd be drumming at the gym. I'd be drumming wherever it is I could possibly get two sticks or even my fingers on a surface to make a beat. If I were a drummer, I would be unstoppable. Why? Because I have an aching desire to do what it is that I do and to do it really well, to hopefully be the best. And it's a desire that I've had since I was very young. And even though I have failed, and even though I have been broke, and I have been ashamed, and I have made all, almost any mistake you can make under the sun, in my own way, I am drumming every single day. This podcast is dedicated to anyone that has a goal, has a purpose, and that has a dream. If you'd like to know more about me, my company, uh, and maybe check out some of my work, I update my website every week and every time I complete a project. You can check out my work at impressamedia.com. That's M-P-R-E-S-A-Media.com. Media.com.